What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You. Boom. <laughs> Right. What's up? You are listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. It is another What It Takes episode. Do this every uh, three or so months, and we're going to catch up with hardcore, and we're going to catch up with What It Takes. We're going to catch it up with the Jacks. Yes, the Jacks. What's up, Jacks? Big Jack, little Jack. Doing good. What's up? What's up? What's up, my man? What's up, my main Jack with the ceremony uh, shirt? Ah, uh, dude, just fucking sneezing my brains out, dude, because I'm allergic to my uh, mother's dog. Because I'm visiting my family this week. And Wait, was that the dog that was that was climbing over your back? Yeah, yeah, the unofficial member. <laughs> like she's she's in every podcast I do here. She's always in it secretly. She's climbing on our backs, very much a, an attention hog. But we're doing good. I think the important thing to note for both of us for this week is. Probably the most important week for hardcore music in our hometown of Rona. We have like a lot of shit going on this week where um, we're playing a show with Fixed View and Brass uh, Tongue today. There's like a weird house show tomorrow. That's like an indie hardcore mix. And then we have our own hardcore festival happening on Friday and Saturday. The floor is gone. So YDI, Yambag, Killing Pace, bunch of shits playing. It's going to be a busy, busy week for Rona. Sick, and that's a lot of that's a lot of new blood bands all over that festival. Some good shit, some good shit too. Killing Pace, dude. Killing Pace is gonna be incredible. Seeing them at a at a skate warehouse, it's gonna be dope, dude. I'm scared for my health. But... <laughs> it's gonna be pretty bad. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty bad. Um, so how how has hardcore been for you guys in the last month? Anything, uh, anything notable? Um, we're gonna talk about what you've listened, but anything you've Anything experience-wise, shows, fests, anything uh, notable in the last few months? Uh, if you want, if you want to go first, or, yeah, I um, down in Chattanooga at the beginning of June for the uh, Gum Slogan Machine record release show, and the uh, pre-show they had the night before that, and it was just a bunch of Chatlanta bands, just absolutely killing it. Yeah, you can tell that that's you know, And um, you can you can just tell it's a really vibrant, like thriving deal down there. And there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of mutual support down there. And it was really cool to see. Is chat chat Lana? That's a thing. I'm I'm uh, you gotta realize I'm in a I'm in a, uh, oh, yeah, a yeah, corner. Yeah. corner. Side, you guys explain the chat. Yeah, no, okay. So okay. Lana is the nickname for the Chattanooga Atlanta like alliance thing. So Chattanooga, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia have a lot of crossover with their bands and so it's like they have so much crossover that it is like people pretty much consider so the the nickname is chatlana it's kind of the same way like another example would be like the richmond to baltimore to dc connection like they're so close in proximity like share members share scenes that's a lot of people going back and forth and to me like as far as like the actual south those are two scenes that are absolutely killing it is is chattanooga atlanta and of course florida doing their own thing but like the, it's awesome i wish i could have been there for that but um they um young jack and this other dude anderson that helps me with what it takes up on the video side and they both went down there for like the whole release weekend and it was great and then as far as something that i did 
I went to a really cool show. Uh, you are you aware of that power violence band Brain Tourniquet? Yeah, yeah. yeah they just did like a, a full US, I think maybe. Um, and then so I saw them on their uh, kickoff show in DC. It was them, Grand Scheme, uh, Killing Pace played, and then another band. And honestly, like I've never seen a band do this that actually captured my attention. Kill, uh, not Killing Pace, but Brain Tourniquet has a song that's like seven or ten minutes long, apparently. And to me, that when I hear that someone say that, I immediately want to walk out of the room because, like, I am not about listening to a fucking song longer than four minutes, truthfully. But like, I don't I even want to listen to a song that long. That's why we do why we're doing a t- the type of show we have. I like for hard, for <laughs> exactly. hard, if I if I am, I'm the only thing I have patience for is like '90s death metal because of yeah. literally because I have a respect for the genre and respect for the history. Mm-hmm. Even then I would have told them the fucking, I'll be honest. I would tell those motherfuckers to shorten their songs. I like, I like some of the crossover with like metal net now because with hardcore, because like that gate creeper record where all the yeah. songs were under two minutes, but I, but if you can keep my attention for like, uh, for seven minutes, you're you're something you're something special so that had to be something that's just the thing i was expecting people to kind of just be chilling because after a certain point to me you can't keep the momentum in the crowd going unless you're just like a spectacular band uh but it people were moshing for most of the entire song i was really impressed wow i never yeah i was just like not only are people like the energy's keeping like going up and up, but like the song actually had structure and parts to it. It wasn't just like endless droning and riffing and weird shit. It is like a masterpiece track. So I have ultimate respect for brain tourniquet now for pulling that off. It was also, it's this, the title track of the album too. So it's kind of like the whole centerpiece. Yeah. I think that was really ballsy of them to do. Cause I feel like, you know, I feel like you don't see that a lot. No, no, it was definitely a risk, but dude, Connor knows what he's doing. Those guys are talented as fuck. He's been in a ton of bands, so major respect to the real deal power violence in Washington, D.C. So let's get it on to the uh, let's move along to the playlist. We do this every time we uh, the what it takes crew curated a playlist of some of their favorite picks of the last uh, few months, specifically uh, April, May, June. And we're going to start off with good old Flat Spot Records. We have Bad Blood, which is a brand new project from the one, the only. The, you can't, there's actually, they're funny story, but uh, the one of the uh, most important people in current hardcore, uh, Scott Vogel. Mm-hmm. So uh, I won't. I like to do the side chan- tangents, but uh, because nobody ever like goes back and does like a <laughs> like a deep dive into my shows, people ask me some you know some questions, and uh, there was a- so we we had a we had an old studio, and uh, there's this fucking band called Dudley Taft. I don't know if we talked about this, Jack. Dudley Taft. Dudley Taft. It's a really bad, like dad rock, butt rock, classic rock hybrid. And it, and the singer's name is Scott Vogel. And it's this dude with a, fu- <laughs> with a, with, with a fucking mullet. And, <laughs> and, 
because I was like, I I was like, I said the one and only, I was like, I said that, I tried to give that intro to Scott, and I was like, the one and only Scott Vogel, and then I, then I remember that I have, that there's this fucking there's weird, Scott Vogel, that they there is a, like, there is, like, because it's on, like, it was a picture, like, in the studio, because, like, I was, the studio I had um a few years ago, like, I think this was circa 2018, there's a lot of classic rock, local, like, Tacoma, old, like, old dad, grandpa rock people that, like, grandpa start- rock is crazy. Yeah, that's, like, basically what like- this, it, what it is, like, it's bands recycling, like, the same Led Zeppelin pink floyd riffs more jams dude like so i so that was one thing i didn't notice because when i started doing dead air i would had uh people in that studio i had people come in and like what the scott vocal (laughs) like because it's right it was it was a it was a little little poster right next to the sound booth or the mm. soundboard and yeah and so so i i talked to him about he, he was like man maybe i maybe i should maybe i maybe i'm doing it the wrong way maybe i should just do that and like sell out when i talk to to the actual scott vogel so and if you ever if you've ever talked to scott it's like it's like the cool it's like the coolest thing i've i've talked to and i'll, I'll be honest and they're and i don't care because they're bands that i probably never will talk to again but i've talked to bands like in the past on here that have acted like they are hot shit in hardcore. And Mm. this dude just talked, talks to me like I'm some, you know, they they're very, and like, and that's the important thing about hardcore is like it. That's why I loved hardcore so much because there shouldn't be the, like the hot shit attitudes, but like he embodies like the chill dude that'll just like, uh you know come come over and ha- just like fucking geek out about hardcore just like any other um just like us and he's like a true I, aficionado man i mean 100 yeah. i feel like the important thing for staying relevant and staying up to date in hardcore especially as you age and as you like build a platform for yourself is that you can never lose that like fan mentality oh yeah you know because at the end of the day i feel like even if you're in a huge band everybody's a fan at the end of the day yeah and it's really cool that scott vogel being as influential as he is and being as big of a presence as he is is still able to you know talk like geek out like you said and like start you know little passion projects and new bands like this let me let me cut to one thing because i want to touch on before we we play the track just for both of you kind of a question where where would for you trevor it's a different question than young jack but like where would you rate bad blood if you're f- familiar with them where would you rate them on all of scott's projects like what would you how would you compare jack bad you blood? stole my thunder you, stole, <laughs> you, you sniped my question I'm I, sorry. that was you stopped that was literally where we were going that was where we were going that was I where melted we, minds man melted that <laughs> mind so yeah that's where that's where we were going with that over all the projects like so listening to bad blood um and I'm not like Scott Vogel has been involved in a lot of things. So I want to keep it to like the main stuff that he's like known for. So if we're, if we're stacking it up, so, and this is, and this is not saying, and I was, I'm going to do the caveat of, I think everything that Scott Vogel has done is good. 
I love his vocals, but if I'm really going to stack it up, um, terror is always going to be number one Yeah, because Mm. of how important a staple that band has been into hardcore for all the ebbs and flows. That has been a beacon that has been like super, like just super important, a super important band. So, uh, also really good weightlifting music. Yeah, uh, Terror is, is is good gym music. All, all, all their songs are under that. We'll go buried alive because of some of some of the heaviest songs. Like I, I and I love just the fast aggressive, um, into into the mosh parts. It's 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 mean, and yeah. I absolutely love that. But so, but Terror has a bigger discography. For sure, yeah. and I still I'd have to I didn't get back to it, but I never re-listened to uh, the newer that newer buried alive material. So mm. I so I I remember first listening to it, I was like, because eh. it was like I I just like my opinion about about the whole thing is I love buried alive, but I think it should stay where it is because we have terror. And we have other, yeah, it, we have other projects. Like we didn't, term. we didn't yeah. really, I don't think maybe other people buried alive fans needed, needed this, but I personally didn't need it. Um, I think sometimes bands feel kind of compelled to do that when they're quote unquote, like coming back, reuniting, whatever language you want to use. Cause like cause they played a handful of shows. They haven't been like just doing like one-offs. There's, there've been a handful of buried alive shows. And I think, it's kind of part and parcel with that. Like, oh, we're going to offer you either like a remaster of an old record or a couple new songs and just to like get the blood pumping again. But like, I'm not offended by new stuff at all. I think there's some people that enjoy it a lot and some people that I've, I, I know that like weren't really interested in it. But like, I, either way, I'm happy that they're back. Yeah. I also uh, just, oh, my bad. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I also just enjoy the fact that Scott has a very distinct voice, but I feel like none of his bands really sound super similar. You know, yeah. like I, I feel like, I feel like Barry Live and Terror and um, Bad Blood all scratch kind of different in hardcore. And you can hear all of them and know it's Scott Vogel singing, but you can yeah enjoy the bands through different ways. You know, and I, I, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's one of the last things I, I wanted to touch on as far as this track is like, there's very few people that can be in different bands just as frontmen and make it still interesting. And Scott's one of those people. I mean, like he does have a distinctive voice, but like the world be free stuff is pretty melodic. Terror stuff obviously has its, uh, it's the concrete vocal sound bared alive being a little bit heavier, but like he's, he's able to pull off different styles and keep it fresh. Even with, I guess more importantly with the lyrical content, cause you have to think like how many lyric sheets has that dude written? over the past like 25 30 years like he's he's probably in like close to 100 songs if not more you know like that's absolutely (laughs) yeah but uh i would say as far as bad blood like i like how we're it's still a vocal project but i like i I like uh that he's getting into some faster music it's it's uh it's definitely um recognizable as a uh as a vocal project but it's not necessarily terror 
I can hear a little bit more um, focus on doing some stuff that's a little bit more fast hardcore and not just uh, yeah. and not just mosh and not just moshy. Um, if I would to if I were to do between like Slugfest and um, Despair, I would say Terror, Buried Alive, Slugfest. Bad blood, despair. Only, only because I despair is the only one I have. I don't go to very often. Probably, but I, I listened to Slugfest probably like a couple years ago when I was just doing some like research. But I've never really, I don't, I've never really cared for despair that much. And like, it took me even a while to appreciate Buried Alive until I got a little bit older. But like, I think that that. Uh, listing is is fair i think that makes sense and then world be free at the bottom i just never it just i did never uh that never uh spoke to me in any way yeah i thought thought it was a cool little thing you know i like you know side project side projects are fun it's a cool little like like scott just between terror records just wants to keep the momentum going uh Mm -hmm. and wants to keep putting hardcore out there and i respect that so yeah but, i mean but, some, but but they're but that's why he wants to do a variety because it's not not everything is going to be for everybody yeah exactly and i will say like even though I, i've never i never cared for the will be free stuff recorded when i saw them once at damage city i thought they played pretty well like i think it was it was it was decent enough but just wasn't it's not really my lane unfortunately so Let's uh we're gonna keep going down the line. We're gonna play Fear Is All by Bad Blood off of their record The Bad Kind Decides on Flatspot. We'll be back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. Just a little parasite 
Listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. We're with the Jacks with What It Takes. We played Bad Blood and uh, we played Fear Is All. We're gonna get to some more Jack picks, so we're gonna we're gonna double up on on these because uh, both of them are things I have not a lot of opinions. Um, so. First up is Knife Wound, which I listened to. I was like, so far, I um, I don't have a, a I've liked it. It sounds pretty, sounds pretty good. Um, but I don't have much input on these, and I'm not gonna have a much input on either of these songs. So I'm going with the Jacks uh, Vamp on these. Yeah, go off on. Oh yeah, Knife Wound um is a band from Atlanta that just dropped their demo a couple months ago. And I, they're, in my opinion, they're one of the most exciting newer bands. I think the style of hardcore they play is like, I think it sounds very much like 90s demo type, like irate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds very much like irate. But I feel like there's a lot of behind what they do. Like, we see them live this week on, you know, queer liberation and black liberation and just political issues like that. And their lyrics, focus on that kind of stuff too and i don't know i just always respect our hard but with a purpose with a you know, it, it, feels like, it feels like it's a very like take back the power kind of thing yeah because i i will say that like and i'm sure trevor can remember this too from like a couple years back i feel like there was a period in time where people were so just into like fucking just moshing, they couldn't fathom like people making actual speeches <laughs> songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's that to me, that was always an appealing thing about hardcore when I got into it. Cause especially the stuff that I gravitated towards, like the have hearts, Bane, Alone, shit like that. What a message. Yeah. And I think something that I hope changes for the better, uh, as far as like something I hope that changes within the scene is I hope that bands start making more speeches like that and not even in like a, a weird politician way. Cause I feel like a lot of people just say stuff that's like resonates with the rest of the room. It's very room temperature kind of comments. I hope when people just like speak from their actual heart and like stir up either some controversy or just like really just speak truth to power. Cause I mean, like I just, I think that's what makes hardcore interesting sometimes is is that you you hear diversity of opinions and you hear people that actually like give a shit about something get fired up. So like yeah, see, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I liked so much about Knife when, when we saw them or when they came down to Roanoke. Yeah. So they're like very personable um individuals and they're very nice people, very funny people. But when they play, they're very like I think literally they were like, if you disagree with any of the shit we're singing about, you can get the fuck out. Like I, I Pretty sure I'm pretty sure they're yeah, very forceful, intimidating. Like, but see, I like that though. Mm-hmm. I like I like people in general that take hard stances on shit, and I like people who take hard stances in their music. And yeah, I mean, it was just really cool to see that. And also, uh, their music, just, their their music just goes. Yeah. So I I appreciate that too. I think we're starting to find a balance because Jack's right. There's 
There's people who want to act like they never fucking read, read a book in their entire life. Um, and they just want to go fucking dumb and beat the shit out of each other. And that's the, and that's the idea. And what's like, we could do that, but we could also do that with a purpose. And it, and it, and it doesn't have to be corn. It doesn't, we could still whoop our ass, whoop each other's ass with a purpose. And it doesn't have to be fucking corny. Um, cause it's definitely, there are like the, those people like, like we'll have, you know, Bane at a show, like in between like mosh bands and, and like people are staring at Bane, like, what the fuck is this? And then I know there was a time where I was in a mosh band and I did a very, like, I kind of did a, if you don't believe this type of shit, it was like, it's, it was like something simple. It was, if, if you are like, it was something like, don't fucking drink and drive. It was something that <laughs> it was it was something that should be like universally like accepted. Like uh because my fucking at Rainfest, one of my friends almost got killed by a drunk driver that ran into the QFC right next to the where Rainfest was. And mm. uh I had like a really passionate fucking you fucking you're a fucking piece of shit. If you and like everybody looked at me like like, why are you fucking preaching man why are you preaching i was like so i'm like if if i'm happy that we've hopefully we're getting out of that where we can like discuss like talk about reasonable topics and it doesn't have to be considered like preaching like we can talk yeah, about, the, the, the we can talk about getting substance. removed from it and uh, one more thing just on that topic because if you think about like bands from like my generation that had a message and you were asked to like people forget foundation like dog that guy was eloquent with his words both in the songs and in when he was talking and like people were beating each other's ass you can watch the, the the last uh set they did in atlanta for i think it was an edge day set and you could just see people with their ass saying some real you can, you can oh and i think it's preferable dude yeah, yeah absolutely i mean also, um, I think it's cool that like taking hard stances on shit is even cooler when you kind of take into account the fact that there's some people who would do it on things that should be universally agreeable. And there's people who do it on things that might not necessarily be agreeable to everybody. And I like people who will stand by their beliefs no matter what. And so like knife wound, you look at their image you look at the fact that they have you know queer members in their group you look at the fact that their demo cover is a decapitated kkk member you look at the fact that their demo opens with a malcolm x sample and mm -hmm. it's like you you get the sense immediately from both their performance and from how they present themselves that like this is who we are if you don't like it go fuck yourself and i i like that I think there needs to be more of that, particularly in beat can be very one note, you know? So I think it's cool that they're doing something a little bit with yeah. it, you know? You want us to go into the next track? Yeah, or? yeah we're yeah. going to go. Yeah, we're going to talk to Jerome's Dream, and then we'll we'll hit it. We're going to hit a, we'll hit a double track, because uh, Jerome's Dream, obviously, if you've been in the scene, like, and, and you, like, know, like, at least like a little bit even if you don't mess with the genre you know who jerome's dream is so uh just because i know 
doesn't mean I listened to I listened to it and uh I did like this track. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily something I would want to listen to in the car, but uh these are t- type of bands I would I would uh, give a chance like live. Yeah, and I- I'll say my one piece on it because I'm not like this kind of world and style of hardcore and like aggressive music kind of like just never resonated with me. But like having lived in Virginia for most of my life, obviously like I'm familiar with like Page Ninety Nine, City of Caterpillar, yeah. like stuff like that. That's like adjacent to that world and part of that and what i know about jerome stream is like just from being a fan of Vane, because i think it was maybe before the pandemic right before it started or maybe right after they did a tour together some dates uh, on the east coast and, and the northeast so like i think young jack's gonna have to carry the rest of this conversation on that speak <laughs> speak speak wisdom to us oh yeah wisdom <laughs> Well, see, Jerome's Dream is an incredibly important band to me, like, even outside of hardcore. They were probably the first, like, really outlandish or, like, heavier band that I got into. Because I came from, I came from emo. I came from Midwest emo and pop punk. And I came from, you know, Rites of Spring, Revolution, Summer Mm -hmm. type stuff. But I remember hearing Jerome's Dream for the first time. And I remember feeling so emotionally affected by their music. And so, like, intrigued by the sound. And I saw that they had done the uh, the reunion album in 2018. But honestly, I don't think that album's all that good. Mm-hmm. But they kind of stepped back after that. Came back five years later with this LP that they just dropped. And it might honestly be the best material that they've ever made, at least to me. Like, this song I picked, I feel like it's just a taste of the absolute insanity that you get from this record but i don't know i they're a very significant band and i feel like a lot of legacy acts doing reunion albums that actually turn out super good you know but for those guys to be this far into their career still making stuff that rings true to what they were making back in the 90s but also feels new and inventive Mm -hmm. and deeply emotional and like real yeah it, it doesn't just feel like, oh, we're Jerome's dream. Let's make another album because people want to see our name on stuff. Yeah, you it, know, it, it feels like they had a real statement to me. Yeah, I, I will say just from listening to some of the newer stuff, I think it's it's always a, a huge heart warmer to see a, an older band create like music past like their original prime. And it's still fucking good, you know, and you you, you love to see it. And so. I think even if I sit on the record a little bit more, I think I might even become a fan of it. Because honestly, like, I really fuck with the Bane stuff, even though, like the last record that didn't get as much love as Arizona. But I think it's worthwhile to check out. And if you're someone who's never heard of it, hopefully this song will maybe win you over. Like I said, I wanna, I wanna listen, I wanna listen to more. So let's, uh, let's get, uh, let's get sad, Jax. Oh let's yeah, get sad, let's get sad. Let's get in our, let's get in our emotions and. Uh, We'll be back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio.
us. Huh. White black people. <laughs> Who knows? People want to change. Some people want to be stronger, faster, cooler. What I want is deeper. I want your eye, man. I want those things you see through. Hardcore Radio, we played some Jerome's Dream with uh, with the A A E E A A. Yeah, And then we got we played Knife Womb with Show Your Face. Up next, we're gonna we're gonna play Destiny Bond. We're gonna get into some Convulse Records, which is a a label that has. Another label that's been extremely relevant in uh, hardcore, hard uh, punk, and adjacent music in the last, uh, especially the last year. Um, you've been seeing releases. Uh, if you're in tune with hardcore, you've been seeing more and more releases. This band um, has been torn around, at least uh, in my, from what I can remember, at least in the last like eight months. Um, They've been uh Destiny Bones been touring around. This is uh new music uh from them. I've seen them on flyers and I have not listened to them until uh recently. And mm. 
I haven't not liked anything that is on uh, Convulse so far. Yeah, they've been they've been hitting kind of home runs. Like I'm looking at a little bit of like their backlog from this year. I mean, they've done the Gel LP, the Gum LP, uh, Spine Records coming out soon. Destiny Bond. The Spine Record is out. Oh, oh yeah, the Spine Record is out. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. They did Entry, Entry, and MS Paint. I mean, like that's a lot of stuff that's hitting people's radars and, and really resonating. Um, you want to speak on Destiny Bond first? I would love to. Yeah. Um, I think Destiny Bond is so. I think um, I don't know what it is about their music, but it's very like hardcore, hardcore for the for the girlies, for the girly pops of the you, world. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean like feminine people. I just mean it's like girly pop. You know, that might be that might be too young of a term for you. That, that, that's some that's, that's some Gen Z shit. I that's don't some Gen Z shit. That, you are on anybody some who's Gen listening Z to this. Shit. Who's right? Yeah, like that. That's a, the only reason I even know anything is that. Is those fuck is those uh, girls on TikTok that do the dances to fucking new metal? And yeah, see that's that's the energy I get from this. Is that like doing doing the little girly pop dances to new metal? That's like this kind of that's what this man <laughs> is to me. And, I'm sure and, I mean, I'm that, sure Destiny Bond would love that comparison. <laughs> dude, I'm I want to tell them that because we're playing with them in Richmond later this morning. Oh, yeah? That's right. We are gonna play with them. And um, I'm super excited this band and. I love their I love their energy and like their whole aesthetic and just like how I feel when I listen to their music. I'm just I'm just a big fan of Destiny Bond. So and honestly, like the album art, I think is pretty dope. It reminds me of like comics you would see or like magazine cutouts, and it's like a blade, like she woman or like like the, the woman version of He Man, and they're just like fucking going to town, bloody sword. I'd love to see a comic book of like a comic or a cartoon of of this uh character because it, it looks badass oh no 100 oh, yeah. percent. after that um we got magnitude we got oh, yeah so i'm they got they have a, a new lp coming out on triple b in the fall um they have a new single we're gonna play their new single um so Triple B is, uh, I've been like, I would say in the last eight months, six months, six months, like up until like just recently, this last like month and a half, like I feel like Triple B has been chilling. They've been chilling on releases. They were, uh, they were like, you know, the main supplier of hardcore for a very long time and they took a break. And then all of a sudden I look and like they're, they've multiplied again. They're, with this magnitude release, they have Fury and a bunch of other stuff. We're gonna be playing another triple B release, I believe, at the end of this show. It's um yeah, they're they're doing it again. They took a break just so they can uh they can pound our asses with fucking hardcore. Just fucking uh but I guess my question for magnitude are and I want honest answers. Uh as far as uh as far as magnitude, do because it feels like they are they are just as relevant r- right now to me than they ha- have been when they when they put out their last LP. Dude, I was I was gonna actually wanting to talk on that because uh, before we got on the Zoom, I was talking with Young Jack just about 
uh, a similar issue with like the band like Pain of Truth. Like we, people have been waiting for that Pain of Truth record for a long time, but for magnitude, I mean, the LP came out in 2019. It's been four years, and yeah. I saw him recently on the Drain tour uh, in Baltimore, and hearing the song live and just hearing like a new song really went over well. I, I would almost say that like the crowd was equally excited about the new song as they were with like the hot tracks off the LP. Mm-hmm. And I just, I get, I'm just kind of confused though. Cause like, I think that album really resonates. I think it still holds up by uh, four years later, you know, but like, I just don't know how they were able to pull it off with playing as much as they have uh, pre and post pandemic and playing pretty much the same set list. And people still having huge pylons. Like I saw them at, at FYA this year. That was a beautiful video. That was yeah, that was like a 70-person pylon. And I mean, they're playing the same, the same tracks, and people just still want to go off of that. And so I think when this might record, be it, we might have a timeless hardcore band on our on our on our in our midst. Yeah, I mean the 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 reaction that magnitude elicits from people is absolutely absurd. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like I think they they write great songs, but just the effect they have on people with their stage presence and with their there's just a lot of power in their music and people feel that when yeah. they play live. Like I know I'm I've talked to people who like have gone straight edge because they love magnitude yeah, so much. Dude, I, like, I would say it's one of the most popular straight edge bands right now. Yeah. And so new song and to hear them sounding tighter than ever. Yeah. Heavier than ever. Gives me a lot of hope because like people have been People have been spinning that LP and listening to that LP and, you know, just loving it for four years now. And they're like, they're just as loved now as they were back when that LP came out. Yeah. Well, you know, um, the other thing is, which I think is interesting, because someone told me that saw the, the Drain tour before I did. They're like, oh, yeah, Magnitude's playing a new song and it's like heavier. I'm like, heavier? Because I, I thought I didn't know what direction they were going to go in, because like with that kind of sound, you could venture into like, maybe further into like some of the 90s straight edge stuff that happened like post turning point you could have gone into maybe more like amazing core direction but they're going into some like hard shit like i wouldn't say it's hard but like it's getting more intense in the pit and still has like pretty good lyrical content to it so like i was very happy with that uh because i always worry about where sound progresses with certain bands um especially like after the first lp because it's to me it thinking on it, I was like, it's so hard to beat whatever people in. Like, how do you beat that? And so I'm with this single, I think they have a chance to make a record that's just as good as this, maybe even better. So we'll have to see. that's what that's what I'm hoping. That's that is that is the hope. because uh, that was I'm that kind of goes into you know predictions. That's what I'm I'm predicting. I think that they can I think they can pull it off. Um just because if I because they have this type of magnetism uh, to them. Um, I'm still as excited about magnitude um, with listening to as much hardcore I have over the past 17 years of my life. Um, I'm still, I'm still like, like this new band, this newer band in the last five years still I'm gets me just pumped even though they haven't had put out anything in like four years yeah one last thing on this i just thought about this because you said something that just like made my brain go back to like the mid 2000s what if you made an icp rip 
sure for magnitude where it said magnitude how did this, how does this work like the magnets how do they work <laughs> <laughs> It depends on the characters in the band. <laughs> I'm or, sure you could probably convince one of them to do something. If you could stuff. understand, because I'm going to go off on a very small tangent because I want to get us back into the music. Because yeah. it, it has to, there has to be a level of understanding. Because uh, we had, because um, we had our local band, uh, Apex Predator play at uh tied down and mm-hmm. i have ha- seen a lot of people not understand them because technic because like you got to you have to it's like you you have like you wouldn't want like the band like if a band if you don't know the band as a being like if you know the band as being a serious band you have to you have to kind of read the vibes or or kind of or it kind of yeah uh, with with like Apex Predator, they could do whatever the fuck they want, but only within the confines of like the greater Pacific Northwest area. Because you go to you take that to tie down without the only re- wet reason it held any weight is because oh these are the guys from Gag, like uh doing mm. this and like because so, they like hardcore like the message message board hardcore. It's so interesting to see and try to the, see their their mind wrap around something when they when when something is yeah. fun when when something is just for fun the way they try that people try to rationalize it is absolutely like insane to me. You make a good point. I think it's even harder for for a band like Apex Predator than it was for like a C four because to me. I feel like C4, as much as I enjoy the style of music that they're playing, I feel like that's even more on like the joking end than like an Apex Predator. I feel like that's like a no fucks given kind of like, I'll just do whatever I want. C4 is. Yeah, C4. Yeah, 100%. And and for some reason, people were able to justify, like I've said a lot of people stand for C4, but like Apex Predator, like if you don't know Casey Shaw, it's like, what the, like, like, because they're repping for Federal Way hardcore, and nobody knows who the fuck who's what Federal Way is. So, like, unless you, I, I mean, I'm going to Federal Way after this. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting it's they 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 have an interesting angle that that somehow got them to a more a more wider stage of hardcore, and hmm. it's it's definitely local band energy. Oh, dude, hundred percent. So let's go ahead and uh, let's play these uh, tracks and we'll be back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio.
Alright, here we go. July 19th. 9 p.m. to midnight Pacific Standard Time. One last ride on KGRG FM. Today's Rock, where it all began for Dead Air 19 years ago. It's an eviction party, and we are going out with a bang. All the original hosts are going to come out. We're going to play HC on the radio. It's going to be live. We're going to have to edit. There's going to be some bleeps and bloops. So not a lot of cuss words, but a lot of fun. Three hours live hardcore radio, just like how we did it before. Join us. 89.9 FM if you live in the Puget Sound area or KGRG.com or download the KGRG FM app. Though this is an end of an era, dead air isn't going anywhere and we're going to celebrate 19 years of hardcore radio and over 34 years of punk, metal, and alternative music on the radio waves in the Pacific Northwest, which is a huge feat. So things are going to end, but this is a celebration nonetheless. Make sure to join us. We'll also be live streamed on my TikTok, XDeadAirX. So it's going to be a fun time. Check us out July 19th, 9 p.m. to midnight Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, 
All right, we're back. Little Jack has uh, entered the shadow realm. He has disappeared into the abyss. Um, let's get to the next two songs. We uh, we played Destiny Bond with Kinetic. Check them out. Uh, newest music on uh, Convulse Records. After that, we played Magnitude, a single off their new LP coming out this fall. Damn, I wish they were playing something. I wish Magnitude was playing something close to me. I wish they were. I'm going to be. I'm actually going to be Sound of Fury this year, and I wish they were fucking playing that. Uh, oh, shit. I'm kind of jealous, man. I've been. I was thinking about trying to do Sound of Fury, but I just didn't have the time this year, unfortunately. Yeah. So, actually, tying into that, um, the weird thing about Sound of Fury, I had to make some decisions because, uh, and this ties into the next band. The uh, it's the Indecision Records um, showcase or the 30 year uh, anniversary shows are the same weekend in the same yeah. area. And um, I had to make a decision whether I was going to go to that or the pre-show. Um, Cause I couldn't go to the second day because the second day was sold out. Um, mm-hmm. That was the, that was the good day too, the really good day with, uh, uh, with undertow. Um, and, uh, I believe strife and just all, all the good shit. Um, the second, the first day, um, was um the original uh throwdown, uh lineup, which mm-hmm. could be cool. Like I actually I wanted because I love OG throwdown, but it just depends on like. But if uh, competing against Sound and Fury, it's hard not if. If it's just all those old heads and not enough young blood having fun, um, yelling, you know, put your fist in the air, drug free. Um, <laughs> so it's so I I went for I went for the the pre show, which is the never ending game, um, gridiron, um, I believe uh, New World Man is yep. opening of that up which I, I'm actually really excited to see them open that up um, and initiate who's been doing fucking dude. They've gotten, they're really good now. They've, they've been in my opinion, they're killing it. Like I love their new shit. Um, so, but the other show was, uh, was the throwdown. I believe bleeding through a handful of other bands and then uh, power alone which we're going to play in a second was, uh, was on that, was on that, uh, lineup. So there were a couple, there were a couple, uh, younger bands. Um, field of flames is playing like, I think the second day too, which okay. is like, so it's like, there are some really good bands or younger bands too playing like it, but it's, it's, it's a hard thing to complete, to have that compete with sound and fury weekend. So, yeah. Oh, dude. yeah. So, that that kind of that kind of sucks a little bit, but uh, we're gonna play Power Alone, uh, nothingness, uh, nothingness off of um, newest music off of Indecision Records. Like literally came out just a couple days ago, just like right before we got into into July. Um, so I've played and I've listened to the earlier music. This. Um, they're, they're going in a really good direction in my opinion from, uh, so I heard, I heard it and it's just like, they've, 
like I hate saying progress. I hate always saying progression in a because it makes it sound like a bad thing. But uh, in this instance, it's a really good thing because I can hear like everything is uh really is really focused in this record. Um, mm-hmm. I can hear they know like this is a newer band that started off with some um with an LP, which is which is a bold bold choice. Yeah. And going into this EP, a few more songs, but a lot of um, good material. Um, it's, it's. I'm, I'm very impressed by uh, by this new material. It's really good, and actually, probably one of the best things on this playlist. This next break might be my favorite songs on the playlist. Oh yeah, I, I think the power alone stuff. Like I'll be real on that. I, I, I didn't like the LP that came out before the pandemic. Like it just. It didn't. It, it seemed like it didn't have enough like um for like teeth to it, uh, and it wasn't as beefy sounding as like this newer stuff. Because like when I listened to like the the first track um, off Nothingness, that really just like threw me back. So I was like, whoa, this this is not what I remember the LP sounding like. And I had to like double check and like check back the older material, then go back to new. And it's it's markedly improved. Um, and I went from being not a fan at all to being really interested in this in this band. Um, I think they've gotten more like I guess like their original sound is more like I would I, I would say like they're not doing the backtrack sound like they're like middle of the road like backtrack adjacent kind of like standard hardcore on the first LP, and now they're getting into something that's more like focused in more narrow, and it's it's like harsh and, and, and kind of brutal. Um, so I'm really impressed by this. I think it's, it's certainly probably, I would say like for right now, it might be a contender for one of my favorite records of the year. Uh, that may change obviously with the rest of the year coming, but it, it it's that good. I mean, I, I'm very pleased with this. Yeah. I, yeah. It's really a mark of a good record. To listen to it. And it makes you kind of reconsider your yeah, it kind of makes you appreciate the older material more. Yeah, yeah, I can say that looking back on the older stuff, I, I'm more willing to listen to it than I was when it first came in 2020. So, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. I, th- I think that's the mark of a really good record. Yeah, I think that's a mark of good band, good progress. Um, we're going to play Lead Seekers, but uh, we're kind of going two by two on this. Uh, we're playing... Um, we're going to play also Plow um, from Washington, D.C. This is another just uh, really good um, kind of um, faster, has a little bit of uh, grinder influences. But uh, this might be like these, like I said, these might be my favorite songs on the playlist. Because yeah, I, I think I love fast. I just love songs that are under a minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I think this is probably DC's best kept secret right now, as far as bands. I mean, they, there's a lot of stuff that come up this year um, that is from the DC area. Like you have full circle, you have uh, the brain tourniquet stuff, but this is just exactly what I want out of like a faster band. I want it to be kind of like, I wouldn't say too crusty. It has like a crustier element to it. Kind of like grimy, and it's just, na- I guess the word is nasty. It's nasty sounding in the best way. And 
I think people really need to get get with this record. Um, I think it's been kind of slept on so far because it came out uh, May 5th, and I think it took a while to get on streaming. So kind of a delay in that might have made people not aware of it. But truthfully, some of the best faster stuff. And I'm kind of picky with that, with faster things, because like when I got into hardcore, I feel like there was like that resurgence in like the late 2000s and beginning of the 2010s of like that darker hardcore and like the grindier power violence stuff that was happening. So I'm kind of just picky after I've heard a lot of that stuff, which I still think is good. But this this band's incredible. And um, Kevin's just got a great voice, got a good magnetism on stage. Uh, and I'm really hoping to catch them play again. I think their next show is they played either next step up or something like that recently. I mean, they're getting on really cool shows. Um, uh, and I think if you want to absolute records, so if y'all, if there's still any left, y'all should pick one up. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to it. We'll be back. We have a few more tracks on the, uh, what it takes episode. We'll be back. You listen to dead air hardcore radio. It's Trevor. Dead Air and myself has always ridden first, before anything else, for the Northwest Hardcore scene. Northwest Hardcore bands, shows, people who contribute to Northwest Hardcore. Because we're a Northwest Hardcore radio show, first and foremost, and we would not be anywhere without people from the Northwest Hardcore scene. The bands, the people, everyone. So check out nwhc.com. That is nw-hc.com. Matt Miller and a bunch of other people are doing an awesome job over there getting a list of awesome hardcore bands for you to check out. Interviews, a show calendar, reviving the Northwest Hardcore Message Board. So get your old school message board on, start that beef, 
or uh, do the adult thing and just talk about hardcore that you love. Attend shows and uh, get involved. This is an awesome way to uh, find out what is going on in Northwest Hardcore right now. So check out nw-hc.com. That is nw-hc.com. Dead Air. We have a few more songs. Uh, we played Power Alone with Lead Seekers and Plow with Ultimate Disease off their record Pressure. Check all this stuff out. Um, it's good shit. Um, up next, Jack's going to be leading a, a little more on this. I have a few things to say, but uh, up next we got uh, Truth Be Told from Mexico. Um, this bit. Um, so, first thing I'll listen to at least this. You you have kind of a history of listening to to these uh, guys' releases. Um, mm. This stuff definitely reminds me of. This has uh, honed in like tough guy flex your flex your muscle terror death before yeah. dishonor type uh, type stuff. Yeah, it's that what I would call like traditional like. You know, he- when the term heavy hardcore came more prominent, I would say this is like kind of what they're playing. Like in like post terror, like Keepers of the Faith, like you're playing heavier stuff and want to go into like a big room sound, like a harm's way, like the early material of that. Interesting about this band though, because like I was saying earlier, when I started What It Takes back in 2020, they had released something that month in January. So I've been kind of following this band around because. Usually, like, especially when you're looking at stuff that's, like, quote-unquote international or outside the U.S., there's certain pockets that produce bands. Like, you, you just, like, know certain cities. But, like, Mexicali is kind of just out in the, what I would imagine kind of the sticks. It's still a border town. Like, it's closer to Yuma than it is to, like, San Diego. Um, and these kids have just been grinding away. And, like, I've kind of watched them just through the Internet and through their, like, I think there's been two other releases aside from their uh, the first one and this one we're playing off of Chronicus that they've grown as a band. And I think they finally found the sound and I'm really hoping. Uh, Cause I, I think that uh, something that's just kind of weird to me is there's always been kind of like a relationship with, with bands going to canada whether it's like out west you're going to like vancouver calgary edmonton or if you're out east you're going to like toronto hamilton montreal but 
you rarely ever see bands going down to like outside of maybe Tijuana and the occasional, like maybe something huge, like agnostic front or sick of it all is going to play Mexico city or something like that. Like, I feel like there's so much going on down there that we just don't know about uh, partially because like of a language barrier. And also just cause like we just haven't, people haven't made their way down there. So I hope this is like an eye opener for some people that like real good shit is happening on the other side of the border. And like, hopefully we can get some of those bands coming up here and vice versa and have like a real powerful North American hardcore scene. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Like I remember starting doing like when I moved over from the, um, the FM side to the more, uh, to the more like online side, I was finding more and more people like on like internationally. Um, and I was, while I was streaming online, like worldwide, I was kind of, I was starting to get like one of my first, like I was starting to get more people from South America, Mexico, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it definitely gets like bogged down. And like, there's bands that I talked to like from like five, six years ago that have never made it, never got to make it up this way, but we're all good bands. And, super established bands in their own scene mm-hmm. so it's, it's even like that with like some of the u.s territories like there's there's bands in puerto rico that kill and like it's hard pressed for them to even uh have the means to like get over to the u.s or bands that like come over that way so like just you know just throw some respect on the mexicali hardcore scene i guess that's my final word on that. you got anything young jack um i would say that yeah uh for a long time i guess with the language barrier and with the ge- literal geographical barriers yeah um every, like international hardcore wasn't really a thing it was just like country by country but i feel like there's much more of a, a pipeline now yeah Oh, yeah, we'll get to that even more so on the last uh, pick for for this episode of a European band we're going to play. But like, there, there's more of an appetite for it now. Oh yeah. And like, the other thing I will say is just because I'm like I'm kind of nerdy with geographical stuff and just like statistics. Mexico City is one of the biggest cities. I think one of the top ten biggest cities in the entire world. People don't realize that. And there's so, so like, there's really we're we're fucking up by not going down there. Like I hope. Uh, Make it down there one day. Maybe I can hook up with the truth be told guys, and then we can do uh, south of the border tour. Who knows? This is this is uh, this is Trump and Biden's fault. So <laughs> damn right. Uh, you want to go on to the next one? Fairy tale. Yeah, fairy tale. So this is one where I was like, I think you were hesitant. I was I was hesitant looking. I was like, interesting. I was like, I saw the artwork. It's interesting. I was like, the name interesting listen to it first i was like interesting and then i listened to it again i was like oh fuck i love fast parts and these are fat like when they go into really fast like not just fast parts but fast burst drum parts that aren't just like grindy but they're like actually like fast burst hardcore parts mm-hmm. like that it, it got me there like because at first i was like i was like hmm 
I'm not, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about the vocals just yet. And then I listened to it again. I was like, it got me. It got me. The fast part, I was like, over, overwhelmingly helped me get into um, the music and the vocals. Yeah. Cause I mean, this is a style that like wasn't, that hasn't been terribly popular since maybe like the 2012s to like 2015 uh, era when you have bands like, uh hoax cream uh like the beginnings of warthog like later on towards like the middle of the 2015 uh 2016 era but like this is one of the best faster like punk and hardcore records of this year i, I would put it right up there next to the speed plans record which i haven't talked about that yet i feel like that's that's high praise that dude, speed plans records number one and this is a close number two uh with that style um i think what this reminds me of, because like I had a period in time where I really fucked with this kind of sound, um, where I would go to Damage City a lot and like go to some more like the underground punk kind of shows. This reminds me of uh, the record label Katorga Works. Um, they did a lot of new, some New York bands. Uh, like you could put this on a on a bill with like a Warthog. Uh, with like no time, a band from Pittsburgh that, that made sort of like straightforward oi stuff, and it would make sense. Like it's, it's, it's really interesting stuff. I think the the name kind of threw me off because there's there's a couple bands from New York that have these kind of just strange, peculiar names. I'm just like, I don't think it's gonna be for me. But like, I really encourage people to listen to this because like I got put onto it by like older heads in my scene down here in Roanoke. Uh, and I'm glad I, I, I listened to the suggestion because I would have just written it off. So I'm not very plugged in with what Olympia is doing right now, but I'm, but I'm sure the Olympia scene would love this for sure. Like, Oh yeah. It sounds like it's- the Olympia scene would, would, could, would do something with this. I don't know much about, the, I don't know about Seattle scene, but yeah, Olympia can, will, could do, can work something out with this. So, we're on to the last song, so let's uh, get to these uh, couple ones, and we'll uh, we'll end the program. We'll uh, be right back. Dead Air Hardcore Radio.
we're back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. We uh, played Truth Be Told, and we played Fairy Tale with Brick Flowers. This is the last one. We're uh, we're bringing it back to Triple B Records. Um, we're hitting one that um, you should listen to. You 100 percent should listen to. Um, there's been a uh, might have missed it. But you need to. Yeah. Uh, so I mentioned in, in episodes before, Triple B, they they did the initiate record in like February and had very little, not a lot going on and, for a while. And then they hit uh and then now they they're hitting us at the end of the year with NEG uh Dead Heat this summer. Um, restraining order. They hit us uh, overnight with that tsunami self-titled. They got uh, a Fury single, which is going to uh, turn into some sort of record at some point. Um, there's a lot, a lot going on, and uh, you might have missed the uh, Mind War release. Still at war. Y'all want to talk about that? Yeah. Um... This is a band that's been around since 2015, so almost 10 years. Uh, oh, and like most things, yeah, dude, like most things from Europe, uh, most Americans, I feel like I've slept on it. But uh, if I had to make a guess, I would imagine with the Triple B, their first like European uh, summer takeover thing they did last year, I imagine they played some shows with mine more. I think Combust had some shows with them and some of the Triple B bands last year, and that's probably how this worked out. But this is a great Belgian band. It's not 8,000 sounding. I would say that, that like, if I had to compare it to anything, it sounds a little bit like Big Cheese. Like, it could, this could have easily been a, a quality control records, uh, like LP, as much as it could have been Triple B. Like, it, it definitely has, like, a Triple B sound. Like, I guess what their sound would be now, which is more on, like, the heavier end, but definitely rooted in, like, Yeah, yeah, but more so like rooted in like the New York hardcore stuff with thrash elements as opposed to being something that's like that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like nothing like you would you would put the bands of Break A Creeper or Power Trip. It's like they're in a yeah. different lane. Oh yeah. So there are some I think that's a great comparison. The the first song I listened to, Declaration, has some literal all out war parts in this in their in their music. Like not mm-hmm. Not not straight up. It's not straight up all, but there are they mix like a crossover style, and I've I've saw I those really heavy like all at war style New York riffs are um kind of sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. And again, like it, it kind of came out right before the big rush releases in June and the end of May for Triple B. So I feel like people might not have had a chance to digest this while they're jumping between like the initiate record or the spy LP, but this is good shit. Uh, this is kind of more of the stuff that I think. Like I mean, more about that. Are you getting old? No, dude. It's just I just I miss the mosh. I think when you get older, you just miss the days when you could just uh, fuck around, and just beat yourself up beat people up and not be uh feel like you need to be hospitalized the next day <laughs> after you moshed so. so it's been it's been a, it's been a minute um yeah 
<laughs> yeah, you don't know about that yet. You still have fucking uh, indispensable energy there, young girl. Go, uh, yeah, go, whoop some, go whoop some ass, Jack. <laughs> but yeah, I think people should check this out. Uh, support the international hardcore because, again, I feel like so much love comes our way from around the world. We should try to spread it back if you can, especially with, when it deserves it. And I feel like stuff like Mind War and Truth Be Told, like that deserves the love. So mm, hope to see it. Hope to see some people talking about it. Yeah, we really need to be getting more up on it because there's been so many bands. Like I I remember like there was a time where I was just going international after international band being a guest and um, you know, stay staying up, like getting connecting with them at like three AM my time to do to do the show and just like there's so there there's a lot of uh hard-working bands um and really quality sounding bands that um deserve a lot more u.s attention a hundred percent like just it that's always been a thing like that we don't we're not we're not giving as much as we're getting yeah yeah the, the relationship is not like uh an equal an equal one it's not an equal partner it yeah. should be yeah. we need to do better we need to do better do better do better listeners i know that most of my i know from the demographic most of y'all are in uh the u.s so do do better um my, my closing remark will be listen to international hardcore listen to mexican and canadian hardcore yeah and Listen, North Carolina hardcore, because I didn't get to talk about that earlier because I forgot. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you should mention it. Plug it in. Yeah, but I love North Carolina hardcore. I love. Uh, they're all very lovely people and awesome bands. And I just wanted to shout that out real fast on on the air. So shout out Fading yeah. Signal and Rapid Fire, Eyes Wide Shut, all those bands. Yeah, Young Jack's gonna go to the. uh record release for the ends of sanity records and uh they just announced the other day that heavens die is coming back to play Ooh. which for as a virginian yeah that's big it's a big deal dude uh i would be there but i'm going to the envision record release in philly because my brother's band i don't know if you had a chance to check that out uh he's in a band called dimension six and they had a i demo. have not listened to that no you, you you'll fuck with it i would i would i think it's coming out yeah it's already been announced it's coming out on promo Finn. Um, they're doing some tapes for it. Really solid. Like if you fucked with like cruel hand, the early hand records, you'll fuck with this. It's good. It's real good. So I'm going to be supporting my brother in Philly while young Jack and the rest of his cohort are going to be in I'll getting be their ass whooped to ends of sanity and heavens die. So. I'll, I'll be in North Carolina. There you go. And I guess my last words are, um, yeah uh check out for the east coast people check out some northwest hardcore um check out ego death if you uh if you mm. like that ego heavy death shit is so hard Dude, that shit is ego crazy. death that ego death for heavy shit um they did a really good cold as life cover um live uh check out tears of joy um my friend my my friend rusty who is in the band safe and sound is uh yep. play, is playing is playing in that also he plays in a uh death metal influence band called um force torment um mm. there's a bunch of there's a bunch of bands coming up in Se- uh in seattle that are worth your time more than i'm 
that I'm just finding out about and more like uh, there was a show this last weekend with a handful of bands I that just popped out of fucking nowhere. So kids are kids are doing stuff um, all over the country, all over the world. Um, listen to that East Coast shit and uh, any of the East Coast listeners listen to that West Coast shit. Let's uh, and uh, listen to more international hardcore. Hardcore unity, baby. Hardcore unity. All right. Wait, you, you, I, on my mind, uh, my, I think I had a, my, my mind stopped for a minute. You said, you said your final words, right, Jack? Yeah, we, yeah, we already Okay, did. cool. So, okay, yeah, I'm just it. making, I'm making sure. All right. So let's hit that mind more, baby. And, uh, we'll, we'll see you guys in the next, uh, we'll see y'all in a, in a few months. Peace. Peace. Yeah.